All right, so uh, welcome to our, our round table. We call it round table, <laughs> even with these rectangles that we see. Um, um, with, with, first with our, with our directors, no? uh, both uh, June, Lana, and Dennis Atienza were nominated by the Society of Filipino, Filipino Film Reviewers for Best Director. Um, and their films are also nominated for Best Film um, in our second Pinoy Review Awards. Um, and what we plan to do for this particular uh, segment is really to talk to June and Dennis about the making of their films, uh, Big Night for June Lana and Last Days at Sea for Venice Atienza. Um, both were uh, released last year, um, Big Night in the Metro Manila Film Festival, where it was the big winner, uh, uh, Best Film and several other awards. Um, Venice's film, um, I know it premiered outside, Tama Venice. It premiered uh, outside the Philippines. It's a Berlinale. Berlinale. And then, medyo nakalimutan ko na, sorry Venice, uh, yung research ko, how, where did it premiere in the Philippines? Sa Cinemalaya. Cinemalaya, there. Yeah. Okay, so that's why, yeah, that's why uh, we considered it now for, for uh, the awards. Um, we'll start with, with, um, your origins. Na siguro simula natin before we, we tackle those films. Tatanungin ko kayo, um, kailan, kailan nagsimula yung pagiging malikhain ninyo? Kasi alam ko, for example, si June started writing very early no? and, and, and uh, joined uh, writing competitions. Paano, ano yung itsura ng, ng pamilya mo noon, June? An, paano kayo nakahubog sa pagiging malikhain? Interesting question. Um, hindi ko alam. <laughs> Kasi ako lang yan, ako pa lang yung uh, medyo artistic mm. na nanggaling sa, nanggaling doon sa pamilya ko. Um, I see. Um, karamihan, engineers, doctors, priests. <laughs> Kaya siguro may issue ako lagi sa religion. <laughs> Parang ang dami lang mga pare sa paligid ko. Yeah. Um, but early on, I think it was really quite clear to me. Eh, the moment I started reading books, novels, na I wanted to be a storyteller. Hindi ko lang alam kung ano pa yung medium nun. And then, later on, it was the stage. Because eh, sa stage talaga ako nagsimula. Uh, and ano, basta, ang, ang aga kong nagsusulat. Uh, I, I didn't know anybody uh, sa chatter. Um, mm-hmm. So what I did was uh, I read a lot of plays and then kinokopya ko lang yung format. Uh, and it was really quite late na nung nakilala ko. I was already in college when I met Rene Villanueva who eventually became my mentor. Mm-hmm. Siya yung nagturo ng lahat ng, alam ko ngayon sa, sa pagsusulat pero ang training ko talaga uh, chatter. So, nung, nung bata ka, sariling, sarili mong ano, interest, walang, walang nagsabi na parent na, sige, patuloy mo yan, ito pa yung maraming libro, walang ganun. Wala. I think, uh, no, to be candid about it, I came from a really emotionally charged family. Mm. So, I think because of that environment, uh, writing for some reason became like a safe place for me. Yeah. And you know it forced me to go there because otherwise I didn't like what was around me. Yeah. So I I was forced to go in 
and you know that led me to to where I am now I guess so yon I think masyadong maraming angst and trauma <laughs> kaya napilitang you know kailangan ko ng, ng venue eh so I right. think yung pagsusulat dun ko yon na ilabas I see I see uh, ikaw naman Venice um, did you know early on na magdi-direct ka na magdi-direct ka kasi pumasok ka sa UP Film ba? Mm-hmm. so by that time alam mo na na doon papunta but how old were you when you when you started honing your creative uh, skills um ang naalala ko kasi talaga nung bata pa kami kami ng mga pinsan ko um merong yung lola ko meron siyang radyo na parang pwede kang mag-record So ang ginagawa namin, gumagawa kami ng mga radio drama. Ginagawa namin sila Marimar, ganun. Tapos gumagawa kami ng sarili naming mga um, mga sound effects, tapos nag-iimbento kami ng mga sarili naming mga stories. Tapos minsan parang gumagawa kami ng mga kunyaring news report, ganun. So feeling ko mga ano siguro ako ng mga four, five. Pero parang laro lang talaga siya. Parang na-enjoy talaga namin siya kasi yung lolo ko mahilig siyang manu- makinig ng makinig ng radyo. Mm. So parang lagi talaga kaming nakikinig ng radyo. Mm. And parang siguro naisip ko lang mag-film. Kasi nung pumasok ako sa UP, HRIM yung course ko. Oh. Kasi pangarap kong maging chef. <laughs> pangarap kong maging pastry chef dati. Tapos, um, pero nung nasa UP na ako, um, nagkaroon ako ng maraming friends sa CMC, sa Mascom sa UP Masco. Tapos um tinanong ko yung nalo ko talaga tinanong ko yung mommy ko dati. Sabi ko, "Ma, ano bang trabaho yung parang ano? Yung <laughs> um yung you can make people feel things." Naalala ko talaga yun yung term na sinabi ko. Tapos sabi namin ko, "Um siguro pag gumawa ng pelikula, baka baka ganoon, baka yun yung trabaho na parang pwede kang magparamdam ng mga kung ano-ano sa mga tao." Tapos parang ako, "Ah, oh, Okay. So nag-apply ako sa ano, sa UP Film. Pero hindi ako natanggap kaagad. Nung first try ko, na-reject ako. Tapos sabi ko, hala, ano nang gagawin ko? Pero nag-try ako ulit. Tapos yun. I think yun na. Pero even after I graduated, hindi ko rin talaga naisip um, na, na magiging fiction filmmaker ako. Parang hindi ko siya... Um, parang hindi hindi parang hindi, I didn't dare I would right. say parang ayaw ko parang malahong strength sa writing but mm. what I loved really was listening to people yung mga chikahan mm. yung um, yung ayaw ko parang gusto ko lang malaman kung kamusta sila kung saan sila nanggaling and I think mm. also may kinalaman yun sa lola ko kasi dati pag laging brown out sa amin mm. um, kwento siya tungkol sa kung saan sila nanggaling sa probinsya nila na maraming bagyo. Wala kasing pictures yung mommy ko ng mga childhood photos. Wala siyang ganun kasi galing siya sa probinsya. Tapos naiwan na nila lahat doon. So parang doon yung nag-start feeling ko. Like when since when I was a child. Tapos yun na. I mean, I think, big, I, alam mo yun, parang romakit lang ako dito. Ganun, nag-assist mm. ako. And then I kind of really found like a way to connect to people through making documentary films. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that nice. <laughs> um yeah, interesting no yung yung um yung differences no yung although may pagkakapareho in terms of yung, yung honing the creativity pero parang yung kinalabasan kay Venice is uh, uh 
documentary agad na naisip niya na documentary. Sa sayo June, um uh, nung nagte-teatro ka, um nasa isip mo ba na uh, after this gusto pa talagang gumawa ng pelikula or nasa isip mo na gusto kong dito na lang ako habang buhay sa teatro? I wanted to stay. Talaga, sa totoo, sa totoo lang, gusto ko talagang nasa teatro lang ako. Uh, parang gusto, hanggang, hanggang sakin, hanggang sakinay ako, pinaglabang ko. Pero talagang gutom na gutom ako. <laughs> I was with PETA for for so many years and resident playwright ako ng, ng PETA. And sobra akong, I mean, it was the most... I think satisfying one of the most satisfying chapters siguro in my life yung mm. uh, pagiging part ng PETA yung the way we create stories it's a yeah. it's a community eh hindi lang ikaw eh and then mm-hmm. you get to go to other communities to listen to other people's stories and then you know yun yung nagigi inspiration niyo para gumawa ng mga mga plays although nung gumagawa ako ng play sa PETA si Rodi Vera na naging isa sa mga director ko sinasabi niya sa akin ang iiksi ng mga eksena mo, magpilikula ka na lang kaya, naiinis siya sa akin. <laughs> uh, pero ayoko talaga umalis ng teatro. Sa totoo lang, uh, kung my way, I mean siguro, kung enough lang, eh, hindi nga yung, mm. kahit, yung kumita eh, kung enough lang, yung uh, nakukuha ko sa teatro to support my family, kasi you know, ako yung breadwinner eh, I would have stayed. Kasi ang hirap, ang hirap talaga eh. Uh, yeah. Kailangan mo maging adult, you have to find ways. And so nag-advertising ako for for a time. Mm. And then from there, sumasali sa palahang ka. Yeah. Kasi wala akong kakilala talaga sa industry. And mm. iba, yung, iba yung generation ko, hindi kagaya ng generation ngayon. You have Cinemalaya, you have all these mm. local film festivals. You all you have just grants na magbibigay sa'yo ng opportunity to become uh, a filmmaker. No? Panahon ko wala. As in, wala talaga. Kung gusto mong makapasok, kailangan may kakilala ka. Or mag-workshop ka sa, sa mobile fund. Which, medyo expensive yon para sa akin yung time niya. So, hindi ako mm. makapag-workshop sa, sa mobile. Wala talaga. So, sali lang ako ng sali sa palangka. As ang chain ko nun, say ko, sana madiscover ako ni Mother Lily. Ang <laughs> <laughs> pagnanalo ako madiscover. Kasi siya yung malaking, pinakamalaking producer nun eh. So, uh. so nagkaroon bigla ng ng ano screenplay category sa Palangka. Mm. Uh, and then sali ako doon. Dalawang beses ay yata ako nanalong first place. Yung una kong dating sa ko, ito na, ito na. Madi-discover na ako. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi pala. Wala pala. Walang lumapit. I mean, no, bakit ako nanalong first place? Walang nangyari sa akin. So wala talaga. I was really hoping madi-discover ako kasi wala akong way in it. Uh, I think it was on my third third win. Or was it second? Hindi ko na maalala. And Marilu Diaz Abaya was the chairman and the uh, one of the jury don. Mm-hmm. And yung 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 screenplay ko, yung yung pinapangarap mo, yung manifesting na yon nangyari. Mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable. Iti yung pinapangarap ko dadating ako. And then there's this director. Oh, you're the only reason why I went here. Wow. <laughs> and then binigyan niya sa akin yung calling card niya. And then you know she wanted to talk after the awards. And that's it. That started my career. Uh, because of ano, na, na-manifest ko naman sa palaan kayo. That was sa puso ng dagat, right? Yeah, sa puso ng dagat. Yeah, right. Um, so prior, that was your first film? Yes, that, that was yeah. my first film, yes. yes. Yeah. How was the experience? So, nung, uh, kasi, syempre, teatro, um, yung, yung proseso, 
uh, iba sa pelikula. Kumusta mm-hmm. yung process no nung nung ginawa ng pelikula yung material mo? Were you involved uh, in the in the shooting and the actual production of the film or hindi? Yeah, na? yeah. I mean with 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 a director like uh, you know, direct direct Marilu. Yung process niya kasi talaga involved yung lahat, especially yung, yung, yung mga writers niya, me, Ricky Lee, Petro Angulin, mm. eventually nung naging co-writers ko sila for Jose Rizal. I worked siguro, how many movies was that? I worked on four films with Direct Marilu. Four years yun na sunod-sunod. And it, yeah. I felt like I went to, I went to film school. Mm. <laughs> Those four years that I, that I worked with her. Um, Nat- naging natural sa akin yung I don't know at parang tama yata si Rodi pero magpelikula ka na lang yung sinabi niya sa akin kasi parang ang na- naging natural sa akin yung proseso noon um, ang naging problema lang noon well mamaya na siguro pero ang problema lang noon kasi nagsunod-sunod yung mga pelikula kong dinirect ni Direct Marilu mm-hmm. and they were you know medyo passion projects niya so ito yung mga artsy dating sa ano wala akong trabaho after that for uh, a really yeah. long time. Wala akong trabaho. Because people thought, yan lang yung kaya yung isulat ko sa Rizal. Masyadong mataas, <laughs> hindi yung ano. So, yun. Yeah, really interesting. Um, sige, si, si Venice, um, so after film schools, sabi mo nga, um, parang wala ka talagang, hindi mo inisip na mag-fiction film, gumawa ng fiction film. Um, you studied abroad. Right. Um, mm. What led to that? Ah, <laughs> kasi after so after graduation sa UP, parang akala ko talaga, wow, gagawa na ako ng pelikula. I mean, pinangarap ko, pero alam ko na parang, parang kapos. Gets ko naman yun. <laughs> so parang sabi ko, um, pero mahilig kasi talaga akong mag, mag-organize or mahilig ako sa mga Excel sheet, ganyan. So sabi ko, if hindi ako magdedirect or hindi rin ako magsusulat, Masaya ako. I'm very happy to be a producer. So, for three years, parang nag, ano ba, nag-freelance ako na photography on the side. Tapos nag, nag, nagpo-photograph ako ng mga bagay-bagay na para sa akin lang. Pero yeah. habang nag-freelance ako as a producer for a, like a, for a production company that specializes in documentary film. So, doon ako nag-start na parang, uy, okay pala to, um, I can be involved and parang maliit lang yung team but you get to have a lot of responsibility and parang nakakakilala ka rin ng maraming tao. So sabi ko, ah, okay, okay pala to. And then, isang one time, sinabi sa akin ng friend ko, uy, um, kakauwi lang niya. Uh, si Pank Solajes, uh, filmmaker din siya. Tapos, isa siya dun sa mga unang generations of Doc Nomads. So, mm-hmm. Filipino siya. Tapos, uh, kakatapos lang ng program niya. So, umuwi na siya. Tapos, sabi niya, uy, mag-apply ka kasi parang masaya yung Doc Nomads. Um, gagawa kay matututo kang gumawa ng documentaries. Tapos, bibigyan ka nila ng stipend if you have like a scholarship. Tapos, sabi ko, ah, okay. I mean, like, interested ako. Pero, takot pa rin talaga akong mag-direct ng kahit ano. Parang, mm-hmm. Masaya tal- comfort zone ko talaga yung pagpo-produce at that time. Tapos nag-apply ako. Um, Tapos yun, natang- natanggap ako. Hindi ako makapaniwala. <laughs> Parang hindi ako makapaniwala. Tapos um, I think really dun sa Doc Nomads. Yung Doc Nomads kasi parang Erasmus Mundus course mm. siya. And um, actually at that time nung nag-apply ako, nandun din si Alex Arumpak. 
who okay. made a swamp. Yeah. And um, so the program takes you to Lisbon, Budapest, and Brussels. So every semester, lilipat kayo. Tapos dun sa last semester, um, at that time, pwede kang pumili among the three. So at that time, dun talaga ako, dun, I, re- I really think I gained the courage to hold the camera. Kasi dati parang, ala, uh, shy. Tapos um, minsan-minsan lang, parang hindi ko siya inoon, kumbaga. Kung si June nagba-manifest talaga siya, like he goes out there, writes, applies to things. Ako, hindi talaga. Parang, okay, sige, reluctant talaga ako. Pero nung natanggap ako sa Doc Nomad, sabi ko, hala, hindi, ka, hindi na pwede na parang shy-shy. Kasi hindi naman lahat ng, naisip ko, hindi naman lahat ng tao merong chance. Mm. So, binigay ko talaga lahat nung nag-apply ako. And nung nandun na rin ako, parang ginive all ko talaga. Yeah. And I felt that I really learned there. Siguro dahil at the time ready na din ako. Parang pagod na akong, pagod na akong matakot. Kumbaga. Yeah, yeah. So, yun. Nasagot ko ba yung question? Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> siguro, um, when you applied, uh, syempre, graduate ka ng UP Film, mm-hmm. did you have to show them uh, sample work, portfolio? <laughs> Oo. Like, um, you had to actually apart from like a short CD and like mm. wala wala hindi pa malaki yung portfolio ko noon puro photographs pa lang yung pinadala ko sa kanila and then you have to make a three minute video mm. that um that shows your world parang ang title niya dapat my world and it shows your world tapos naalala ko nung time na yun wala rin akong panahon mag-shoot tapos yeah. nung application period, na-delete lahat ng laman ng hard drive ko. Kasi nagkamali ako, na, nagkamali ako, <laughs> ng, <laughs> nagkamali ako ng formatting. Parang, anyway, nawala lahat. And I had like 32 gig na parang of travel for, travel videos na parang mga clips lang. Yeah. And, and I made something about light and parang how we react to light, how our existence is connected to light. Parang ganun. And talagang, I, I remember in that moment na ginawa ko siya, sabi ko, okay lang, um, I'm gonna show myself in this video. So, yun. And I think it worked. I think parang yun yung first time na narealize ko na, ah, if I really show up, maybe people will will find mm-hmm. something meaningful in it. So parang ako, ah, okay. Parang yun yung isa yung sa mga unang beses na narealize ko na, that something personal can connect to others pala. So, yun. Um, balikan ko si June. Uh, kanina, di ba, nabanggit mo yung yung parang na-pigeonhole ka dun sa parang high art na na, na drama films. Mm-hmm. Um, paano, paano, anong mga nangyari uh, that led you to direct your first movie? Uh, anong, anong, <laughs> paano, paano, anong mga, ano nun, kaganapan? Namikwento yan. Um, I was so insecure na hindi ako nakapag film school. Uh, hindi ako nakapag... I wanted to direct. Mm. Talagang dream ko yun. Um, pero insecure ako. But yung mga movies na ginawa ni Direct Mary Lou, lagi ako nasa set. So I was really mm. learning a lot from from her. But you know, I didn't feel it was enough kasi sabi ko, kailangan ko mag-aral. Um, and then for some reason, wala. Yung time na free ako, kasi nung time na yan... Nasa GMA 7 na ako nun eh. Uh, mm-hmm. Medyo malaki yung 
requirement yung responsibility ko sa trabaho, hindi ako makaalis. And then yung nagkaroon ako ng window na pwede akong mag-aaral, wala, walang available dito. Uh, meron abroad sa Melbourne, sa University of Melbourne. Yung time na yon yun yung exacto, University of Melbourne meron. I think it was for just two months lang naman. Mm. But it was expensive, I didn't have the money. Ano talaga, hindi ko alam, pero kailangan sa ko, kailangan makapag-aral ako. So, medyo kailala ko na nun si Mother Lady. Bumabalik na naman ako kay Mother Lady, <laughs> di ba? Kasi naka-work ko na siya sa isang project. And I wrote her this long, passionate letter. Basically, mm. namungutang. <laughs> Kasi sabi ko sa kanya, napuutakin mo lang ako, mag-aral ako abroad. I will do anything for you. Mali pala yung, mali yung pagkakasabi ko. I will do anything for you. Medyo, nag, medyo sinumpa ako yung sarili ko doon. But anyway, pinagutang niya ako. Binigyan na ako ng, ng pera. Uh, of course, kapalit nun kailangan ko pumiwa ng exclusive contract sa Regal. Yeah. Um, and then I went to, to Melbourne to study. Only to realize, so lahat ng tinuturo nila, alam ko na, kasi tinuro sa akin ni Direk Marilu. Sobra lang ako insecure na hindi ako dumaan sa klase. Yeah. Lahat. Ano, hindi na, nung yung towards the end, hindi na nga ako pumunti. Kasi nabobore na talaga ako. Kasi natutunan ko na to. So, <laughs> Nangihinayang ako sa pera. Tapos napong ako may kontrata pa ako. So when I came back, ito na. <laughs> Mani, kailangan mong pagbayaran kung ano yung inutang mo, diba? And, yeah. As promised, kung ano yung commissioned work siya. Kung ano yung kinemission sa akin. Ginawa ko. So, yun yung first movie ko sa Regal was so funny. Pinapunta kami sa Boracay para mag-shoot ng isang beach movie sa gitna ng bagyo. <laughs> so, wala akong nakulang sa Boracay pa ng interiors. And then, wala. Hindi siya mukhang beach movie. Mukha siyang TV drama. So, pagbalik ko dito, naki- naiiyak ako na nakikiusap ako kay mother to give me an additional two days. Kasi wala akong exterior. Eh. So, nag-shoot pa ako sa Subic yata. So, yun yung first movie ko. Yun yung... That's a funny story. <laughs> um, and then, um, sunod-sunod na yun, di ba? Or bumatang... Sunod-sunod na yun. Oo, sunod-sunod um, na yun. Tinapos ko yung kontrato ko sa Regal. I, uh, natapos yung kontrato ko sa Regal 2012. Mm. And on 2012, that was the time I decided I wanna tell stories on my own terms. I see. And that was the time na nag-apply ako sa Sinimalaya. And then, sinali ko yung Buakaw. Yeah. And I remember, si Direct Mel really wanted me to be part of, of uh, yung match, batch na yun ng, ng Sinimalaya. But he told me, sabi ni iba, pagkaroon namin bibigyan ng chance, yun na na yan, anong gagawin niya? Anong klasong pelikula yung gagawin niya? Sabi ko, Direct, bigyan niyo ako ng chance. <laughs> gusto ko lang ikwento kung yung kwento ko this time yeah. and then yung binigyan ako ng opportunity and yeah, I think dun, dun nagsimula yung finally I I got to tell kagaya nga ng kasabi kanina na Venice yung your personal stories kung ano yung personal sa'yo pag nilabas mo kung ano yung mas authentic sa'yo yeah. it will actually resonate with people you'll be surprised the personal becomes really universal to a lot of people and yun yung na 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 realize ko na experience ko when I started you know making my personal films. Right. Um is napansin ko sa yo sa sa filmography mo Juno. Um so of course is you started with 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 drama films. And then later on um you you came up with uh really funny <laughs> funny uh, iba talaga yung yung parang approach no sa sa humor 
uh, kailan nagsimula yung conscious ka ba na, sa, na sinabi mo sa sarili mo uh, ano um, magka-comedy ako kasi da- drama ako dati? Na-discover ko na lang yun eh. Na-discover ko siya. I think as as filmmakers, we, you know, in a way, with every movie that uh, we do, we discover, you know, kung ano pa yung pwede nating mm. ibigay, kung ano pa yung talent na pwede nating maharna sa sarili natin. And slowly I was realizing na parang, parang nakakatawa ako. <laughs> parang kaya kong magsulat ng, ng comedy. And then I tried it. And then once I discovered it, parang there's no turning back. Yeah, <laughs> hindi, yeah. ko na, hindi ko na siya mawala sa storytelling ko. Right. At, at isa pang napansin ko, um, even in your drama films now, may ano na eh, parang may, may uh, certain humor. No? Kahit, mm. kahit as a film as bleak as Barber's Tales, Uh, may mga funny uh, ano talaga scene. So uh, tapos parang even in in latter films, oh, sa Big Night, of course, uh, mm-hmm. ano siya uh, yeah, yeah. build as a comedy pero very heavy pa rin yung, yung theme. So sa tingin mo ba yung ganong classing straddling between, you know, funny and, and and dramatic magiging ano mo na siya, parang trademark na na Junla na film. I think this going to be part of my storytelling now. Mm-hmm. Um especially especially the things that we're going through yeah, yeah. As, as a country right now. I mean, you know, when I decided to make big nights, how do I approach this? So, it's so hopeless, mm. uh, this story. Uh, wala akong makitang way out for the character and you know, mm. the interviews I did. Parang, lahat sila, parang, parang magunaw na lang tayo parang yun na yung ano eh yun na yung attitude eh parang yeah. how, how how do i tell this story and you know lagi akong humor yung nagsi-save sa akin mm. as a filmmaker as a person with things that i the things that i'm even going through right now it's it's really humor that's that's helping me and i think um with yun kung ano may mga projects sa gagawin ko it will always be there yung yung touches ng humor na yun. yeah sige um Venice na panood may trailer ka bang napanood ng Big Night? Oo, kanina ah, pinanood ko siya. Okay. <laughs> so, I I got it. I got yeah. the you. Um, how about um I I wanted to play a trailer of Last Days at Sea. June okay lang sa iyo para lang sure, may yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Ah, sige, sige. Uh, and then Venice okay lang i-share natin. Uh, i-share ko lang yung screen ko. Sige. Um, before I ask you questions about the film. Oh, uh, I need to share my sound pala. Wait lang, ha? Share screen. Share sound. Alam mo ba na yung mga ganyang crab, kapag um, malaki na sila, iniiwanan nila yung shell nila na yan. Ah, talaga? Tapos siya naman, hahanap na siya ng iba pang shell. Yung malaki na. Ano yung mahirap, Tel? It's difficult. Ah, difficult. 
changing forever. <laughs> sa ulap? Oo, nakakaabot sila. Ah, nakaabot? Oh, gusto ko. Yung maglalaro, maglalaro sa... dyan. Sa ulap? Oo. Gusto ko. Anong nararamdaman mo ngayon na alis ka na? There. Um... So that was um, the trailer for Last Days at Sea. Um, Venice, what what was the origin of this? Because I know this was somewhere in Surigao, right? Surigao, the north. How did you get there? So in 2014, I was working with a production company called Ninja Dog Studios. And... Um, I was working as a photographer and second camera operator for them. And meron silang project. Um, actually, I also say this in the beginning of the film. Meron silang project um, to make a film about the village where Rayboy lives. Um, uh, to talk about how they were able to build systems for them to like survive uh, storms. Kasi nasa, ano sila, nasa typhoon belt sila. Tapos, dahil sobrang isolated sila, um, yung mga taga-Kerihata, meron silang parang protocol. So, kahit na nagkakaroon sila ng storm surge, wala silang mga casualties. And mm -hmm. an organization uh, went there a few years back para um, magkaroon ng capacity building, disaster risk reduction management workshops, ganun. So, hinar kami nitong org na to. To make a short video on them. At that time, nine years old palang si Rayboy. So dud ko siya unang namit nung 2014. Tapos nung namit ko si Rayboy. Ewan ko parang um, pa, ano ano talaga siya? Eh? Parang feeling mo matanda na siya. Um, parang he's young. Yung sinabi ko, lagi ko sinasabi, Rayboy felt like he was young and old at the same time. Kasi parang alam, ang dami niyang alam, ang dami niyang tanong tungkol sa amin, tungkol sa buhay namin sa Manila. Ang dami niyang kwento tungkol sa Karihata. And, um, nalala ko pa dati, may kinuwento sila sa amin na 
merong malaking-malaking isda doon sa Karihatag. And never nilang hinuhuli yun kasi yung isdang yun, it belongs to the sea. Tapos sobrang, I, I was moved by the idea of this legendary fish. Tapos, so naisip, naisip ko lang siya, sabi ko, okay, sana one day makabalik ako tapos makagawa ko ng film. Pero a few months after I met Ray Lloyd, na kakuha ko ng scholarship to Europe. Tapos nagpunta na ako ng Europe. And but at that time, walang signal doon. Walang telephone line doon. Um, so, no, nag, we really lost contact with each other. Tapos, after, after kong magstay sa Europe, nung umuwi na ako, bumalik ako sa Karihatan. Kasi naisip ko, okay, uh, ano na ako, parang sabi ko, hindi na ako nahihiya. Parang I'm not shy anymore. Na, parang hindi na ako ashamed to hold the camera. Parang mm-hmm. na-let na, na go ko na yon yung fear. So, bumalik ako doon. Sabi ko, siguro ito na yung time gagawa ako ng parang short film na tungkol dito sa giant fish. But yun talaga iniisip ko para experimental siya. Tapos, uh, kwentuhan lang. Tapos, nung pagdating ko doon, Ah, ito pa pala. Yung uh, in Karihatag, they built a marine sanctuary. Uh, parang meron silang place dun sa malapit sa kanila na pinoprotektahan nila. Meron silang mga uh, mga tanod dun na para hindi mag-fish yung mga tao dun for the fish to be able to grow and multiply. So, nung at that time, alam ko na yun, noong 2014, tapos sabi ko, wow, parang Uh, I was really amazed kasi ewan ko sab- la- naalala ko sinabi nila sa amin na kung pwede lang kung gusto namin pwede na namin ubusin yan lahat ngayon sabi mm. nila pero paano naman yung mga anak namin yung mga magiging apo namin so I was really moved by this forward thinking alam mo yun na parang meron pang susunod sa atin so huwag muna natin tong ubusin lahat So sabi ko, okay, sige, one day, pag magaling na ako, babalik ako, tapos gagawa ko ng film dito sa Karihatag. Kasi that was the only way I knew how, alam mo yun, parang to communicate what I felt. Yeah. Pero nung bumalik ako, so after three years, nine years old si Ray Boy, 12 years old na siya. Tapos naalala ko nung pagdating namin doon, wala si Ray Boy. Hmm. Tapos sabi, sabi nila, ay, wala si Ray Boy kasi nag-e-exam siya. Kasi lilipat na siya sa... Ano, like sa June, um, mag-high school na siya. Hindi, hindi na siya titira dito sa Karihatag. Tapos sabi ko, hala, like, I mean, I'm ha- ba- ba- parang syempre na-excite ako na, oh my God, aalis na siya. Pero yeah. parang nalungkot din ako na um, napaglumipat na siya. Sino nang mag-iisip noon yung, yung mga taong nakilala namin, yung mga, yung mga nanay, mga tatay. Pag... Like, wala nang magiging ganun. Parang yun yung naisip ko na hala pag lumipat na si Rayburn sa Sudan, magkakaroon na siya ng ibang concerns. Mm-hmm. So, yung idea ko of the giant fish na ano, yung environmental short documentary na naisip ko, nag-evolve siya into something else. Parang naisip ko, um, naisip ko talaga, hindi na mauulit tong summer na to. Yun, mm-hmm. Parang nagkaroon ako ng feeling na hindi na siya mauulit-ulit. So, nung, nung bumalik si Rayboy, um, nandun pa rin kami nung unang visit. Nag-visit kami doon, April yun. Sabi, tinawagan nila si Rayboy, o Rayboy, pagtapos ka na sa exam mo, bumalik ka dito kasi nandito si Ate Venice mo. Tapos naalala pa rin niya kami, actually, lahat ng matatanda doon sa Karihatag, nakalimutan na, niya, na, nakalimutan na nila kami. Pero si Rayboy, naalala niya kami. So, sabi niya, sige, uwi ako. So, umuwi siya, nagbangka siya, bumalik siya sa Karihatag. And then, 
yun, after nung election, may election kasi nun eh, nung 2018. Sabi nila, pagkatapos sa election, bumalik ka dito. So, May noon, bumalik kami nung May, tapos for two weeks, wala, nag, nag-hangout lang kami, nag, nag-chikahan. So, actually at that time, hindi ko talaga alam ko ano mangyayari dun sa film. Kasi parang hindi rin siya yung naisip ko. But at the same time, parang marami rin mga surprises. Kasi si Rayboy, as, as himself, marami siyang tanong. Mm-hmm. Tapos yung mga tito-tita niya, marami silang kwento na gusto nilang i-share. Mm-hmm. So, parang during the two, during the 14 days of filming, it was really an exercise of listening. And I, I, I was really glad na I was with the people I was with. A- ano lang kami? Lima lang? Apat, parang apat lang kami. Apat lang kami noon. Apat lang kami na nandun. Pero parang... they assured me na parang just live in the moment. Bala na ako may pelikula or wala kasi ano naman to independent lang naman tayo so let's just let's just be here parang ganun. Pero so, may funding na kayo noon Venice. Alam wala pa. Oh, wala. Okay. Wala, wala. Right. wala. So we started talaga na wala and then after namin mag-film kasi nung dun sa scholarship nag-ipon ako <laughs> meron ako naipon tapos yun yung parang Yun yung, yun yung ginawa namin seed money. Tapos, syempre, mm-hmm. mga kaibigan ko yung sumama sa akin to right. film. Yung isa kong classmate from Doc Nomads, siya yung nag, nag-record ng sound. Yung dati kong boss, si Mosh, siya yung second camera namin. Tapos, mm-hmm. yung, yung friend ko from college, siya yung nag-associate produce. So, parang, parang magkakaibigan lang talaga kami na nagpunta doon. And they were really just supporting this idea that I had. So yun, yun yung start. And when you when you pitched it, uh, alam mo na ba na magiging full length siya? Hindi. Nung unang beses, hindi talaga. Kasi um hindi talaga, hindi hindi talaga. Parang kahit na sinabi ko na okay, I'm gonna be like i-own ko na tong paggawa ng documentary. Ano pa rin ako, apprehensive pa rin ako. I I and I also did not have the time to really see hmm. all the footage that we had filmed. So understand kung ano yung kung ano yung kaya namin gawin with it. Right. So kasi nung una namin siyang pinitch parang a few weeks after ay after namin mag-film, a few weeks after pinitch na namin siya. So at the time I didn't really understand how much was in there. So yun. That's nice. What we really what we appreciate about the film is its maturity. Um very patient yung yung pelikula. parang there's nothing you know flashy to 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 show it was really you know parang it respects the 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 time the pace of of rural life provincial life um syempre maganda syempre yung visual so <laughs> na appreciate talaga ng ng, ng numbers yun. um june while i i talked about sa puso ng dagat kanina i know it was uh, uh, set in a in a seaside uh, mm. uh community no uh, but you also grew up in the city pa- paano pa- paano ka nakakaisip ng ganong scenario as as uh, idyllic as the community in sa pusod ng dagat ano lang taba talaga imagination or meron ka bang roots sa sa province yeah i i, I spent most of my childhood actually sa bicol i see and then yung grandparents ko meron silang place malapit sa dagat mm. uh, so lagi akong may nostalgia for 
provincial life. Um, so parang lagi akong bumabalik sa mga stories na gano'n. Like That's even nice. with Barber's Tales. Yeah. Um, din yung, ano, yung setting. Yeah. Right. Um, na-mention ko kanina sa'yo, Juno, na yun nga, Pinoy Review has been around since 10 years ago. Hmm. Um, and we've been conducting polls. I think John has been part of, John Tawasi, who just came in, uh, has been part of that poll from the very start. And um, binalikan ko lang yung, yung films mo na, na nag-figure sa aming polls. No? So for example, of course, 2012, uh, it was in our top five. Uh, Buaka was in our top five uh, for films and director. And then 2013, Barber's Tales. You were actually the top director that was in the poll for Barber's Tales. Um, same with 2015, in Anino Salikod ng Buwan, you were the top director in the poll. Um, and then Die Beautiful was the number four film. Kalel 15 was the number four uh, film and you're the number four director as well. So very, of course, uh, parang credentials-wise, parang makikita natin, uh, you're, you're really one of the, um, parang ini-expect ng, ng moviegoers that if it's coming from you, it's it's a big event it's of a film kumbaga mm. do you feel any pressure in in coming up in, in terms of topping what was your previous work hindi kasi you know when i started out in the industry and this was you know during the time i was doing a lot of films for regal mm. yun yung time na napaka-conscious ko na you know gusto kong mag-box office mm. uh, gusto kong mapansin bilang director and hindi ako laging masaya sa kinakalabasan ng pelikula. Uh, you know, those were commissioned work na parang feeling ko hindi ko makuha yung bosses ko, hindi ko mm-hmm. mailagay yung sarili ko kung nasan ako. Um, but, you know, in 2012, nung nagsimula talaga akong magkwento ng Buakaw, I remember Carla Mendoza asking me, how was the edit? Uh, Kumusta like, are you happy? Sabi ko, actually, I'm so happy. And I don't care kung anong reaction ng ng audience. Hindi naman sa snub ka, diba? Hindi naman sa yeah. wala kang pakailan. Pero finally, naramdaman mo na nakawento ko. Siguro ka, hindi naman 100% nagawa yung vision mo, diba? Hindi mo naman laging maka- maka- makukuha yun. Like 70%? Masaya na yun eh. Kasi dati parang 10-20% yung nakukuha ko sa vision ko eh. Mm. Eh dito, ako, mas limited yung resources ko pero mas mas nahawakan ko. Kasi it's so personal to me. And I think, you know, when you're authentic, mm. um, it's really about telling the truth eh. Um, kung ano yung magiging um, result nun, uh, box office wise or kung ano maintingin ng critics, bonus mm-hmm. na lang talaga yun. Bonus na lang talaga yun. Uh, pero hindi na ako na-pressure dun. Um, na, mm-hmm. ang, ang pressure ko is ano yung next story na makakakuha, mararamdaman ko pa kaya uli yung passion na yun. Right. Magiging excited pa kaya uli ako. Kasi mm-hmm. yung natatakot ako na pag, pag patapos na isang film, medyo nadidepress na ako kasi oh my God, meron pa kayang dadating. Yeah. May dadating pa kayang kwento kasi hindi ako sure kung meron eh. Hindi mo naman, talaga ako saan nanggagaling yung inspiration, di ba? So natatakot ka na pakawala na. So you just have to be grateful na nakagawa ka ng isang pelikula. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially yung nangyari yung pandemic. Mm-hmm. Grabe yung realization ko grabe yung opportunity to be able to tell stories and to have this circle of people na sinusuporta ang katnanyong yeah. mga nasa uh, So yun, 
yung hindi hindi na hindi na ako nagpa-pressure sa ganun. Um do you are you conscious about your your role as producer versus as a director? Kasi uh, in the in the first place, do you produce your own films ba? Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Pag ganun, um kung producer hat ang nag-iisip, syempre kahit sinabi mo na wala ka nang pakialam sa box office, um mas gugustuhin mo pa rin, di ba? <laughs> na nakumita yeah, yeah, yung pelikula yeah, 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 mo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But can you can you divide your your being a director na it's is really you're satisfying yourself as a filmmaker versus the producer na we have to sell these films. When I make films like, for example, I mean, Sa Likod ng Buwan, mm. even Big Night, I mean, I tell my co-producers, you know, people who actually fund the films na, you know, I'm going to be, you know, na, let's be realistic. I'll tell mm-hmm. you kung aning dapat talagang maging expectation natin dito yeah. sa, sa pelikula ng to. So, but I tell them the story and ang hope mo lang naman ay maging kasing passionate sila, maniwala sila dun sa, sa project mo. At kung may bonus na mangyayari, okay. Like, kasi, like, with Die Beautiful, we didn't know that, you know, mm. it's going to be a box office hit. Yeah. When I presented it sa mga co-producers namin, <laughs> nakakatawa pa yan eh, pwede pang hindi die, walang die dun sa title, <laughs> kasi baka hindi siya kumita. Sige ko, die hard? Kumita <laughs> naman ng die hard, di ba? <laughs> so, sige ko, pwede sige ko, die beautiful. And then, Weeks going into the Metro Manila Film Festival, they usually have a forecast. Yung mga chatter uh, owners, diba? Sasabihin na nila sa'yo. And nung time na yun, sinabi, sinabi na sa amin, number eight kayo. Hindi kayo kikita. Huwag na kayong umasa oh. kasi it's, ano, bakala yung kwento. Tapos it's, um, no, it's not vice ganda. Uh, nung time na yun, di ba? So, hindi yan. So, in-expect na namin, hindi. But, you know, we were surprised. Tuwa kami na kumita siya. Yeah. Uh, pero, hindi mo talaga kasi pwedeng, there are no guarantees, eh. Yeah. Even if you make a film, you think that this is good, I'm making this film for 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 the masa, quote-unquote, mm. that feeling mo, again, there are no guarantees. So, you might as well do something you love. Right. Yeah. I have a question for Venice. Um, if you were Uh, given money to produce or, or to, to direct a fiction film, what would it be about? Wow. Hala. <laughs> oh, I would have to think really long and hard. Because, like, I think, like, I'm at the phase na mention ni June kanina, yung pagpatapos na. I mean, ah, kasi kakata- I mean, for me, feeling ko kakatapos lang ng film ko, even if it has been a year. Hmm. Parang, um, Like I I I I sometimes feel na hala nung nung patapos na and I think like up until like three four months ago sabi ko hala baka never na ako matouch by anything enough for me to want to give it a try again kasi hindi naman din siya madali mm-hmm. like lalo na with the kind like with this previous film dami nagsabi na ay hindi namin niya mapapalabas like It's a really, it's very slow. Wala na mga artista, walang voiceover, ay, walang voiceover ni Leonardo DiCaprio, yung mga ganun. So parang it, it wasn't really easy to make. So parang naisip ko, hala, will I ever be moved by something again? Mm-hmm. So ngayon, but wala pa akong maisip. Right. <laughs> Lalo na in terms of fiction. I think like there's a territory that I want to enter, which is... um. 
working with non-actors playing themselves. Mm, yeah. So, um, pero hindi, wala, I haven't met anyone. Pero parang I, I, I want to like explore this idea of co-create, co-creation. Yeah. Na parang, um, because I like, in Portugal, I met a director who actually like wrote a script with her friend who was mm. pregnant. And then, itong pregnant friend niya na to, siya yung, siya yung, siya yung parang star, ni parang, siya yung star dun sa film. And, and it's based on their life, but also it's kind of fictionalized. So, mm. I want to enter that territory if given the chance. That's nice. Yeah. Kay Ju naman, baliktad, if you're given funding to direct a documentary film, what would it be about? Nako. Um, kasi, hindi ako, I, alam ko, hindi, hindi ko siya forte, hindi ako magaling. Kasi, nag-start ako actually yung career ko. Uh, although most people think na nag-start ako sa GMA7, nag-start talaga ako sa ABS-CBN as segment producer, director, mm-hmm. and writer for a docu-series. Para siyang probe na ABS-CBN nun. Papangit ang ginawa ko. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi ako pang documentary. <laughs> Ginagawa ko siya lagi ng kwento. <laughs> Masyado kong minamanipulate yung story. Hinanap ako siya ng conflict. <laughs> nagugulat yung producer, yung executive producer. But, saan na yung re-enactment? <laughs> May re-enactment. <laughs> <laughs> Pinapalito talaga siya. Hinahanap yeah. ko lagi siya ng structure. Eh di ba mm. dapat, you know, you should, again, you, sabi nga ni Vinish, you need to, you have to learn how to listen. Yeah. And allow the subjects to tell their story, not you. Yeah. <laughs> Manipulate their story to suit your needs, di ba? And your purpose. Yeah. Hindi. <laughs> so, kanya-kanya talagang, ano, no, mm. sensibility. You know, parang, alam nyo yung strengths nyo. And, uh, you know, you, you, you develop those strengths. Yeah. That's that's nice. Um, I have some general questions for for the both of you. Um, which which directors, uh, foreign or local, do you look up to? Um, Venice Muna. Um, local, it will be Alex Arumpa. Arumpa, yeah. Yeah, and foreign. Wow. Um, I think, uh, like. See the the first film na parang na feel na feel ko na really connected was uh, the documentary called Katatsumori by Naomi Kawase. Oh, yeah, it's about her grandmother yeah. and yeah. parang playful yung approach dun sa camera. And then also there's this other another film director named uh, Sergei Dvortsevoy who made Bread Day. And then who made in the dark and tulpan and again it's, oh okay I've heard of that yeah 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 and I I don't know I I I really look up to these people and also there's another one Lithuanian um uh like Jonas Mekas also I I remember before I I wrote to him see I wrote to Jonas Mekas parang uh, inaaral namin siya sa school tapos yeah. hindi ko alam kung buhay pa siya so nag Sinerch ko siya sa internet. Tapos nagsulat ako sa kanya. Like, nagsulat ako ng long email about like how inspired I am of his work. Tapos nag-reply siya. Wow. Nag-reply siya. Within like 10 minutes, nag-reply siya. So parang, so sabi ko, like, I, 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 I appreciate this like, 
this idea that you can connect to yeah. someone who is like way older than you with more experience yeah. and yeah. you know and like some random Filipina student mm-hmm. writing to them but I was really moved by this so I really look up that's a nice story um John actually um, is some somewhat of a Japanese film expert uh, he, uh-huh. he wrote in the chat box uh, the link to Katatsumori directors you look up to Filipino definitely Lino Baraka Ishmael Bernal I remember really being moved by by their films, especially uh, Lino's um, Autopronovis, mm. uh, Manila sa Koko ng Iwanag. Um, and then Hirokasa Koreda. I see. Nice. You know what? Sobrang, <laughs> sobrang, sobrang, I don't know, basta Hirokasa Koreda. Um, sino pa ba? I've, I've not seen a lot of his films, but I think it's my favorite film kasi kay, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Alan Rene. Yeah. Y- uh, yung um, Hiroshima Monomore. Yeah. Uh, this, I think yun yung isa sa pinakagusto ko talagang pelikula. Um, yun. Nice. Really nice. Um, I'm looking at other uh, questions here. Ah, last film that you saw that you really loved. Venice. Uh, wait, I have to re- um it's called the Memories of the of River Agano. Memories of River Agano by this Japanese director named Sato Makoto. Um, what is, what's it about? Um it's uh so in River Agano parang nagkaroon ng chemical like a mining company dump uh like mercury in the river uh-huh. tapos um so it's a sequel to another uh, film called living by the river agano yeah memories of agano thank you thank you <laughs> um and uh so 10 years later the the film crew came back and visited the people who they met like years back pero in memories of agano they most of them were already gone so I don't know, I was really moved by this, like making someone's present, presence in a place, even if they're absent. And mm. parang their treatment of subtitles, kasi parang at the beginning of the film, um, may meron letter from the translator saying uh, parang um, the, like, the language in, in this part of Japan is really difficult to understand. So parang instead of like, um, parang really sticking to word per word parang they decided to do playful subtitling in the film to like show the spirit of what was happening in every scene nice. so parang I, I, I love this idea that the translator uh, actually has a voice in the film and like tells, tells a message to the audience like sends mm. a message to the audience so I was really moved by this this film yeah. uh, June last film you saw that you loved niya ako sabihin kasi ibig sabihin pinanood ko siya ng hindi ma na hindi legal <laughs> no, no, that's fine I really wanted to watch it so naganap ako yeah. so finally napanood ko siya I think two nights ago yung Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy oh I yeah wa- I really I wanted, wanted to yeah. I really wanted to see it so me <laughs> so, too so, ko nahihiya ako sabihin kasi yung mga kasama ko sa SFFR 
ni-nominate siya as one of the five best films. <laughs> Hindi ko napanood. But uh, Drive My Car, I saw it. Maganda, nagustahan mo. Actually, I like, well, I prefer it over uh, nine, Drive My Car. I mean, I mean, I think universally, parang lahat Drive My Car. Yeah. Mas, siguro mas nag-resonate sa akin yung stories. Mm. That's nice. Um, sige. Um, may questions actually from other members who were, were not here, no? but they, they sent this, uh, these questions uh, earlier. For Venice, may nagtanong um, tungkol sa sitwasyon ng karihatan. Tama ba yung lugar? Karihatag. Karihatag. Hmm. Uh, kasi nadaanan niyata siya ng bagyo. Nadaanan sila. Oh, up to na? now, wala pa rin silang kuryente. Hmm. And Um, for a while, wala rin silang signal. So, parang mahirap maka-reach ng makahan, maka, parang maka, makibalita. Kasi uh, it, they, it was hard to communicate with them. And I think, mm. like, up to now, they still need supplies. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, among us, we nagkakalap kami ng mga funds like to send mm. over goods. Like, among friends and right. people who are close to, like, our families. Mm-hmm. we send over. Pero parang yun yung pinakamahirap kasi wala yeah. pa rin silang kuryente and that mm-hmm. makes like communication difficult. But mm-hmm. the good thing is I think um, organized din yung malimuno. Mm-hmm. Um, ang mahirap lang kasi yung karihatag wala silang road. So I, I think mas matagal yung pag-transfer ng materials. So they were really um, hit also. Yeah. But again, the good thing was zero casualty sila kasi mm. they were always prepared. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you still in touch with Rayboy? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, pag alba pagpapalabas yung film somewhere, I I send him a photo or parang I send him updates. So, parang yung last na nag-usap kami parang a few days ago. Mm. High school na ba siya? Or? Oh, high school na siya. So, right now, 2018 yun, nung 12 siya. So ngayon, 16 na siya. Magsi-17 wow. na siya this year. Binata. <laughs> Binata na siya. <laughs> Binata na siya. Yeah. Um, for June, may, may nakapansin sa mga pelikula mo. Um, madalas daw may mini-makeup at patay sa films like Die Beautiful, Buakaw at Big Night. May fascination ka ba sa death? At bakit associated siya sa makeup? <laughs> Very funny question. <laughs> Hindi ko alam. Di, I, I don't know how to answer that. Yung makeup, hindi ko, hindi ko alam na. Hindi ko alam kung bakit ko siya nababalikan. Siguro, it's, I, I have, um, it's about masks. The mask, mm. mask wearing. And, you know, as, as gay people, you know, and, you know, even straight people, we have these masks that we wear. And dun sa milyo ko naman, na mga bading, transgenders, or yeah. ano man, uh, part siya, part siya ng, ng ritual. Yeah. So I mean it has to be there for me as far as I'm concerned. Yung yeah. death naman sinabi rin niya sa akin ng ano eh sinabi rin niya sa akin ng uh regent dati ng UST bakit daw ako masyado <laughs> May ano UST literary award before. I see. Um and you know bibigay nila dun sa deserving na UST student na you know may counting literary uh, body of work. So I I think I got it the first year and then the second year I was supposed to get it and then in announce in announce to na 
uh, you're not getting this. This is supposed to be yours. You're not getting this. Kasi masyado kang, yung, yung movies, uh, yung mga plays mo, plays pa na time, laging may namamatay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> ang problema doon kung may, kung may namamatay. Eh, yung storytelling ko. So, ay, kasi kaya ka pinutuloy yung tradition ng may namamatay kasi gusto ko mapanood niya. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, for Venice, um, also for June, if you, if you would like to answer this. In the last few years, more and more documentaries have been sent by countries as their entries for Best International Film of the Oscars. Just this year, the film Flea was nominated for Best International Feature, Best Documentary, Best Animated Feature. Is this something that you can also see the Philippines doing? We have never sent a documentary feature. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. I think like more and more, at least in my circle, more and more people are getting interested in making documentaries. Mm. And I also think that there are many things to be said and there are many stories that are waiting to be heard. And I really hope that parang, we also pay attention because... Um, Yeah, I think that it's important also to kind of give space right. for the other stories that may be out there. Alam mo yun, na parang yeah. we're just not paying attention to. But I really hope, I, I really hope so. I hope that actually more than like going to the Oscars, also just supporting and making sure that even beginning a documentary is possible. I think yeah. yun yung parang pinaka-hope ko na parang sana there is like more support for other people like to make their own films. Like, uh, no ha, parang systematic support. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if I may just add to that, no? um, of course, noong 2016 when Sunday Duty Queen won the top award in Metro, Manila Film Fest um, and then Aswang did really well with the critics uh, in, the, in the country. Um, parang parang it's time no na parang ang 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 pwedeng isipin ng public na documentary can can screen alongside uh, fiction films and and be seen uh, by by many um, sa sa amin sa SFFR um, of course we have a category best documentary but this year actually we started um, giving out awards to documentary shorts. So meron kaming set of nominees for short documentaries. Nakakatuwa yung reaction ng mga nominees. Even the shortlisted films na, na ano, uh, parang sobrang masaya sila na na-recognize na, na yung gawa nila na parang ignored kasi diba? Parang mm-hmm. yeah. short film na nga, yeah. documentary pa, parang yeah. halos walang mm-hmm. manonood. So gusto yeah. namin ipagpatuloy yun na ano, yung rec- ganung passing recognition. Siguro kay June, kasi alam ko 2012, uh, Buaka was uh, submitted to the Oscars. Mm. Pumunta ka ba nun sa, sa States to, ano, to, to do publicity? Nag, nagkataon um, natanggap yung Buaka nun sa New York Film Festival. Mm. Um, so I think it, that started the campaign. Um, it was really well received in New York at the time. And then there was somebody from the New York, New York Times that attended the screening. and mm. interviewed me. So, nag, parang nandun ako nung time mm. ng, ng campaign. And then our producer decided to get a uh, PR um, agency there uh, mm. sa US. 
sobrang mahal pala. Yeah. So it's so expensive, so expensive na parang at one point parang hindi na namin kayang i-sustain. Yeah. Sobrang mahal eh. So we decided na so sinubok mm-hmm. hanggang kaya but it was just so expensive. We really need the help of, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, we need the help of, of our government if we really want to push our films. Yeah. Well, actually nga bago nga tayo pumunta sa Oscar sana man lang dito sa sa industry natin, di ba? Yeah. I'm not sure kung nag-iba na ngayon ha yung yung prom- promotional uh process ano procedures. Um I'm sure it has may may pera pa rin involved. Pero na surprise ako this year may pumasok na nominated film from Bhutan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Di ba? Very small quiet film and yeah. and suddenly it it was nominated. So I'm not yeah. sure kung maganda ba yung ano nila publicity or hindi na, parang mas na lesson na yung ganung klasing uh, process sa pagpili ng 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 nominated films but uh, we'll see sad lang diba this year wala nang submission ng Oscars uh, Philippines kasi nakalimutan daw <laughs> oh yeah, yeah so so typical but um sige uh, there's another question um for for June um kasi very successful yung Game Boys no um mm-hmm. of course hindi siya pelikula it didn't start out as a as a film um anong anong take mo dito alam ko it was nauna ba tong uh, Game Boys kaysa sa ibang mga BL series na I think nauna kami by a few days by a few days Kasi, wow by, by that time sunod-sunod for some reason yeah, sunod-sunod yeah, eh. oh. oh nauna kami by a few days lang right um so um Nagsim- al- ang-, ang alam ko ang origin nito is somewhere Southeast Asia, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Uh, conscious ka ba nun sa ganong klaseng uh, phenomenon uh, outside the Philippines na may ganong fandom yung mga young, young uh, women, young, young high school or college girls na fanatic sa mga boys love series? At, at gusto, yun ba yung nag-udyok sa'yo na gawin siya sa Pilipinas? No, actually, nag-start lang yan kasi we were in the middle of a pandemic, you know, nagsisimula pa yung pandemic. Mm. And parang we, I wanted to do something kasi nakakulong lahat. And, yeah. you know, we had this uh, weekly meetings and I could sense that everybody was really down. Uh, kasi wala eh, walang pwedeng gawin. And we wanted to provide ano, job opportunities for, you know, for our staff, for our talents. Mm. So, and... Nag-decide na ako na why don't we do uh, we don't why don't we do a, a show for for YouTube using a screen like format meaning computer computer format two characters just talking mm-hmm. to each other and you know we have two really um, good actors si Elijah and si Kokoy so sabi ko let's let's buhay natin buhay natin sa ganong kwento and just sabi ko interesting siguro kung gawin natin ano LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, yung, yung 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 story and ang nagdagdag na lang noon talaga yung, yung director, si Ivan Payawar Ivan. and si Ash. Sila actually yung nag-educate sa akin tukol sa BL. Ah, okay, may ganyan pala. <laughs> okay. <laughs> o, sige, gawin natin. Yun. And then, yun lang eh. We, we just really wanted to do something during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so, ganun din, ganun din ba? Hindi mo na, na foresee yung magiging success ng palabas? Na. Ay, wala. Wala talaga. Walang... I didn't know na biglang 
hindi ko alam magiging industry siya for a time, di ba? Yeah. For a year. Ang daming ganglabasang BL. Hindi ko alam. I mean, we were just doing it para lang magkaroon ng trabaho. In fact, when Netflix decided to pick up uh, yung season 1 ng Game Boys, we had to reshoot the first episode. Kasi yung first episode, we were just learning eh. And then nung nilagay namin yun sa YouTube namin, YouTube channel namin, nakakasiksyon lang, iniisip namin, baka walang manood dito. <laughs> baka walang manood dito. And then pag nakita mo yung yung pilot, talagang <laughs> lapot-lapot yung mga artista. <laughs> Kasi ito, we were learning. I mean, the, 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 they were, the actors were shooting themselves. Sila nag, naglalagay ng ilaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had to reshoot it. Again, five times kami nag-reshoot eh. Nung 10 minutes lang yun ha. <laughs> 10 minutes lang yung first episode and then yeah, yeah. naging 8 naging umabot ng 13 episodes na minsan nagiging 40 minutes na yata yung pinakamahaba natin. That's nice. Um, may question lang ako sa sa uh, process ng casting. No? Kasi syempre hindi, inga, hindi mo siya na, naisip na maging ganito kalaki. But in um in considering not just siguro for for game boys no but for casting actors for your films with gay characters ginagawa mo bang consideration yung sexuality ng actor or mas tinitingnan mo yung capacity ng actor with for example uh, siguro uh die beautiful yeah um Before Paolo, I tried to audition. I really mm. tried to audition uh, to look for uh, transgenders at that time. Nung kung sinin pwedeng nakakarte. Pero hindi ko makuha yung, yung gusto ko kasi may comic timing siya na hinihingi. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, you know, hindi, hindi mo pwedeng i-workshop yung comic timing. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it has to be authentic. It has to come naturally. So eventually wala talaga. So I I, I want with Paolo. So lagi naman lagi kong kino-consider 'yon. Kino-consider okay. ko lagi yung representation. Mm. Um, but in the end for me it's really about character. Uh, I mean it's about telling stories eh, and, and mm. how 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 to how to um, help the story move along by having a really good actor, 'di ba? Yeah. So about, yeah. May konti lang saliwa dun sa acting. Hihiwalay na agad eh. Masasira yeah. na agad yung storytelling. Yeah. I, I, I understand, no? Um, although, syempre, um, ang pwedeng counter-argument nun is um, maybe uh, there needs to be as, ano, parang a serious um, parang industry-wide na effort to I don't know, to hone the talents of, you know, Uh, non-heterosexual actors, because mm. they're there. Maybe they just yeah. lack that that ano that extra training, extra workshop to be as yeah. good as yeah. the yeah. the actors given these roles. No, mm. um, pero yun nga. Um, hindi lang sa naman sa Pilipinas na issue to eh. Everywhere, mm-hmm. yeah. din yung representation. Um, we've almost come to to the end of the of the uh, roundtable no but I, i want to open the floor to my colleagues here uh, john bernard vinson do you have questions for our guests i'll start muna no um siguro um for for venice 
uh, anong anong mabibigay mong advice for upcoming documentarists na nainga gusto mong gumawa ng uh, documentaries pero nahihirapan anong pwede mong mabigay na five ah wait <laughs> sipin ko <laughs> um I think yung pinaka like nakatulong sa akin um was an advice that was given to me by, by, by my producer, actually. Parang, I think it was a really tough time during the filmmaking process. Parang, uh, we couldn't get funds. Uh, we also weren't sure kung how, how we were going to do the distribution kasi we were a very young company. As in, wala pa kaming one year. No? So, sabi niya sa akin, and I felt really uh, pressured na parang to live up to a certain standard. Na parang okay, dapat ganito, dapat ganyan, dapat ganun. And then parang, uh, my producer, she lives in Taiwan. So, uh, apat kami na co-producers, but this, uh, like, Fan, Fan Wu is like one of the producers, and she called me up and she said, Dennis, okay, sabi niya, um, you know, what's important, she said, it doesn't matter kung yung like if if the film we're going to make will be liked by many people if it will go to many places sabi niya what's important is that you make a film that is true to the experience that you had tas parang i felt relieved kasi mm. naisip ko then if i'm not like you know if i'm not living up to whatever standard that is out there I can just use what I have. And, and what I have might be not enough, but it can also be enough. I can play with the form. I can, you know, I, 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 I can look at my material more intently and maybe something good will come out of it. So I think that's my advice. Na parang, you know, if just try, first try. Mm. And and just try to make the film that is true to your own experience. Right. You know? that's, a, that's a really nice uh, advice. Um, June, alam ko may mga nabigay ka ng advice uh, sa mga previous interviews mo no, sa upcoming filmmakers. Uh, kasi nga, ang dami ng opportunities regarding film festivals. But um, considering these times now, na yun nga, pandemic, Um, anong mga realizations mo as a filmmaker na gusto mong ipasa sa mga upcoming uh, young filmmakers natin? Uh, it's it's a gift. It's it really is a gift to be able to to given the to be given this opportunity to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, like dito sa bagong batch ng Cinemalaya finalists kasi yung Cinemalaya and part of the selection committee and mm-hmm. This year, we decided to, you know, uh, instead of, you know, the usual um, selection of, you know, uh, entries, we decided to have a film lab. Mm, I yeah. think during the discussion, the one thing that I told them is, you know, this is not the time to be safe because of everything that's happening around us, because we don't know if you'll get another chance to make a film. This is really not the time to be safe. I mean, you, you need to tell a story that only you can tell. And it really has to come from a, a really truthful place. You're not telling this story because you think this is the kind of uh, film that's going to turn you into a rock star or mm-hmm. the kind of film that will go to 
ng film festival, sa win awards, that is, you know, that, 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 hindi yun yung dapat na motivation mo eh. Mm. You really, gusto mong magkwento kasi parang, parang pag hindi mo nakwento to, mm. ano yung buhay mo? Parang anong purpose ko? Parang, kulang right. na lang, gusto ko sabihin, feels like you're going to die if you know, you don't get to tell the story. Mm. Parang dapat ganun yung, 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 yung weight sa'yo ng, ng pagkikwento. Uh, you don't, don't really know kung lang yeah. may opportunity yung with that you know with this pandemic yung, 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 yung idea of control it, we all mm. it's, it's it's an illusion yeah and we don't really have control there are no guarantees so you know when you're given this opportunity to make a film make it count kasi sayang talaga sayang that's another wonderful piece of advice um last question from me uh, unless may may pahabol yung police ko Um, what's what's next for you? Alam ko, uh, Venice, you're still working with with Fan Wu. Um, hindi pa tapos yung film niya, right? Hindi pa. Hindi pa. So you're you're working with her, but other other than that, may may iba ka pang in the pipeline. I'm beginning to do research for the next film, but it's very fragile, so I cannot tell yet. No but right now, I'm really focusing on Fan, like helping Fan finish her film as. We've been we've had a long-standing collaboration, and I felt that this time it's my turn to like help her, you know, reach the finish line. I, I feel like I really owe her that, and I think like since we grew up together in in filmmaking, parang I really want to help her finish her project. So yeah, right now we're in the editing phase, like we're entering the editing phase, and we're part of this uh, Yamagata documentary dojo. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's for the entire month of February. We're just doing it online. Kaya dapat, dapat nandun kami sa Yamagata, but it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so right now, as in at the present moment, that's the thing that I'm really focused on. And and you plan to release the film this year? Um, either, no, at 2023. 2023. Yeah. Okay. Good luck with with that project, Venice. Thank you. Um, and June, what's what's next for you? I know you're in Baguio producing a new movie. Uh, can you tell us something about it? Uh, no, I just uh, no, I uh, came from Bataan. Dun kami nag-shoot ng film. I see. Uh, it's a romantic comedy. Me uh, directed by Ivan Payawal. I see. Uh, so I'm producing that. Uh, pero ako personally, right? Parang wala akong gusto kami masyado. <laughs> Kaya nga muna. May may projects na parang hindi kasi, you know, with film, hindi mo alam kung matutuloy o hindi until you're shooting it. Eh. Minsan yeah. sinishoot mo na, baka hindi pa matuloy. So, hindi ko alam kung may mga sinimulan, but I'm not really sure kung ano yung matutuloy. Yet now, I'm really, ano, sinusubukan ko magsulat ng novela. <laughs> yung oh, wow. Ko. Will that be your first bite ever? Yes. So excited. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's exciting. Five years, siguro. That's still something to look forward to. Yeah, so uh, I, I really had fun talking to you guys. Thanks so much for um, you. sharing your time with us this weekend uh, evening. <laughs> um, but yeah, as, as, um, as uh, mentioned earlier, our hope is for this to be seen by people and for them to appreciate you know, uh, what, what goes on behind behind films. Um, and again, congratulations for, for being nominated in SFFR for several categories. Um, and we wish you all the best in, in your future projects. 
Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs>